I mean, I've watched you get kicked out of a, your fair share of football games. When I'm coaching, I'm very possessive. That's my baby, so. Yeah. I start yeah. off as a friendship. Like, I'll bury a body for you. More than just loyalty, but like, if we gotta go do it, let's go. I, I might need you. My daughter, <laughs> my, I have a teenage daughter starting to date. Busyness of work, my friendships, and my kids. So for me, I'm just trying to be highly strategic or maybe just really lazy. If like, how can I d be a good dad? I've never shared this story with you, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is the Unleash Your Purpose podcast. All right, well, welcome back to uh, Unleash Your Purpose podcast with your host, Ryan Centers. I'm really excited for our guest today. Um, he has multiple names in my life, uh, more than just bromance, best friend. Uh, he's Uncle Mike to my kids. Yeah. He, uh, How I met him was Coach Mike. To this day, his name in my phone will always be Coach Mike. And my favorite is DJ Miguel. <laughs> And that is for That'd be another time. Uh, another time, or maybe later. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our first guest. Don't, aren't you very amazed by this studio? No, this is this is awesome. Yes, yeah. he's been watching it in construction this whole time, yeah. and uh, so uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a crazy ride. When I think about like a friendship and like the depth of our friendship and what you've taught me about faith and fatherhood and manhood, it, it's been like a long journey and a. And I'm like, I think back, do you remember when we met? How we met? <laughs> yes, I actually, I've never shared this story with you, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, we met, I don't yeah. know how long ago, it was about two, 2017 or 18, I think is when we met, 17. Yeah, our kids played football together, or basketball. Yeah, so. They were kids, like this big. Yeah, our kids started playing basketball. So about eight, seven and, years ago. Yeah, I was the, I was the coach, head coach. And I was looking for an assistant because I was leaving for the military. <laughs> and so my very first time meeting was, hey, I'm Coach Mike. You want to help coach? Like, yeah. You know, okay. All right. Well, I'm leaving for the military for three weeks. <laughs> so can you coach these kids? And you're, you're like, sure, I'll do it. So, yeah. Um, that's how we met. Um, started coaching. Coaching's always and been my we, we had we went on to have a, like a winning season because you were gone. Yeah, it was all, the, it was all <laughs> yeah. for you, right? <laughs> and I got back, Ryan, you know, Ryan did his thing. It it took a little bit of questioning by my part. You know, when I'm very when I'm coaching, I'm very possessive. That's my baby. So yeah. you learn that very quickly. I uh I was coaching, you jumped in and not knowing who you were, you know, everybody who knows Ryan is, you know knows I'm controlling. Networking and loves to just talk to people and get to know relation to people. So he's talking to all the parents he's talking to my <laughs> wife and i'm like and who? not coaching i don't know this guy so i'm like who is this guy well, is he he's hitting like, on he, my wife he's like, hitting on my wife i go well i hope he's I hope he's gay i mean I hope. So, <laughs> exactly um he's talking to the, you know all the parents i'm like he's just now i know that's who you, you know who you are it's your yeah. personality but then i'm like who is this guy so yeah um kind of a a puff up the chest moment at first but um yeah and we uh so him and i we have coached basketball Football, we did some clinics together yeah. because one of our things that I think probably that has brought us close together is that we're not just going to sit and have a podcast conversation that's kind of awkward in yeah. general, just sitting and talking, but doing an activity together and it's, and surrounded by our kids and the mission yeah. Yeah, and uh, developing a team. I mean, we've had, I mean, I've watched you get kicked out of a, your fair share of football games that's that too yeah i'm not <laughs> yeah. my proudest moment but, <laughs> no. um, but i've also watched you huddle these kids after a defeat and tell them like the these moments are what you're made of yeah no definitely um coaching crutching throughout the years coaching the kids is 
when mm-hmm. finding your purpose or whatever is is that's the biggest thing is finding purpose coaching the kids is like the biggest thing you know yeah yeah like i would say for you as i have got to know you through the years when you think about purpose and significance yeah. probably at a core of it is there's there's a thread of it and there's probably multiple pieces of it yeah but like a thread of that or like a common area is coaching or like maybe that's the tool that you use to for your purpose but like it's like investing in kids helping them rise up to yeah. become like the the next better version of themselves like if you had to like put your hand finger on it how would you kind of describe that well, like without the years you, you know us becoming real close we've i've always told you my purpose and you know when i found my me and my wife got jumped into our faith and gave our marriage to god gave our lives to god that was right before we met yeah and so um you know all all aligning you know find, finding my faith giving it all to god i gave up coaching so i coached sports high school sports for like 10 plus years, I thought that was my dream growing up. Like, hey, I'm gonna be an NFL coach, I'm gonna be an NBA coach, and quickly turn, I was trying to make that into profession, not a purpose. And so um, when I find my faith, I got into law enforcement, I found my dream career, um, and then kind of fell out of coaching because, you know, certain certain busyness is life. But then I got back into coaching and really found that purpose to like coaching youth and being able to coach faith and sports at the same time, mm-hmm. like, and it's, you know, then you coach it with your best friends. Like, yeah. what better, you know, hobby? It's not. It's a purpose and a hobby. It's not my, um, it's not my full time job, but it's my hobby. It's my passion, as you know. You found yeah. that over the years. It's, it, what you can teach, you know, kids about their faith and sports and how you get knocked down, you get back up. Like, there's mm-hmm. no greater story. There's no greater. Uh, you know, thing to coach than that. Yeah, there's probably like in, the real life examples are just when you're coaching sports is there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. In the midst of failure, you get back up yeah. that that you learn how to be a good sport and you compete with your full force, but you're still yeah, like you treat people well on the field and all of that. And, and I've honestly, I'm going to be honest. I've won a few championships as a youth sport. Yeah. And the only you've had, a good, you've had a really good mentor. I, I, I did not know what yeah. the hell I'm doing. I still, to this day, I'll, I'll make my play sheets and I'll have to text him. I say, hey, what do you think of this? He's like, dude, that's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. What are you even doing? I'm like, you know what? I, I saw this on a YouTube because I've learned it either from you or from YouTube. So. I've, that's how I've gotten to coaching a lot of sports is YouTube. So. Exactly. exactly. Um, yeah, so when you think about yeah, your your passion and purpose, it's like been so ingrained in helping develop develop people. Uh-huh. And I was thinking for like for kids and for this mission in life, like we're both dads, have a busy life. And I'm like, when I'm trying to figure out my purpose and how do I integrate all of my busyness of work, my friendships and my kids, so for me, I'm just trying to be highly strategic or maybe just really mm-hmm. lazy. If like, how can I d- be a good dad and get rid of the dad guilt? So, all right, I'll not just be the dad that sits on the sidelines. I'll coach my kid. And so we can talk about it. Um, and then I'm gonna coach with my best friend. So I, I hit t- like two birds with one yeah. stone, get to hang out with my buddy, get to invest in my kids. Um, and then help, we were in, did it in a church league. So you help yeah. in, integrate faith all at once. 
So it was like like the trifecta for us. Oh, definitely. And it was probably some of the best joys of our life. And now our kids are in club sports and they've graduated way beyond me. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's how the relationships start. That's how, you know, you become, you know, we become brothers, not just yeah. friends. That's how friendship grows. That's how I became Uncle Mike is mm-hmm. by coach starting to coach your kids and then I treat them like my own, love them like my own and that's how they turn into that's how I turn to Uncle Mike mm-hmm. and you know, seeing their relationship, our friendship grow over the years where um, at first it was like every other guy, when you meet somebody, it's like, Hey, I'm interested in you, but I have that wall up like men have. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, and it took us a few years to actually grow it. Or, like we work working out together yeah. when we lift it, uh, that, that kind of helps break down some walls. Yeah. And talking about life. And so we met through, and I always told you, I, we met, it wasn't through work. It wasn't through a business deal. Yeah. Um, wasn't through anything. It was just by coaching by, Hey, our kids play together. You want to, you know, start hanging out. And again, it didn't, that first year or so it was more, we coached together. It was, Hey buddy, how you doing? What's a couple of dinners? Mm-hmm. Finally introduced our wives and yeah. they became best friends. But, um, if you think about it, those first few years, it was like, Hey, we're good buddies, but we're not that it wasn't relational quite yet until we yeah. started peeling just like men do. You have to peel the onion. Men, you got to peel the onion with men, right? Yeah. Hey, I know you. My wall's up. We can talk mm-hmm. about sports. We can talk about politics. A few things that men talk about around the barbecue with the beer in their hand. Yep. But until you get deep with yeah. somebody and let your guard down, that's when you truly can find like a best friend. Like yeah. I think we're talking before this. Like I think we're bromances. Like bromances yeah. are good. They're you know. Oh, I see a guy at the gym. He's t- oh, he's big. I, I he's mm. big. I want to hang out with that guy. And the bromance kind of starts there or somewhere else through business a bromance you see it on social media but for me and you again it wasn't a, it's like it was, a brotherhood yeah it was a it started it's off a, as a friendship like i'll bury a body for you more than just loyalty but like if we got to go do it I let's might, go i might need you my daughter <laughs> my, i have a teenage daughter starting to date i might need oh, you yeah you do <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, and now we're yeah now our kids are uh, preteens and teenagers and it's just starting to freak us out and we yeah, yeah. i remember the day i convinced him to move to south phoenix which is a throw it's a it's a remember yeah. like there was gunshots in the area you know oh, you were was, a little bit dramatic mr law enforcement yeah falling on the ground after a one little gunshot yeah, i mean <laughs> just walking the dog one night and gunshots going off at us so. and i was trying to convince him to move in the neighborhood with me because i lived over there because i wasn't scared yeah yeah you're I mean, about that life that's yeah, what kids say, right? yeah clearly yeah <laughs> and uh yeah we would we would i got you to move over there and we uh, we we made we made a big. Uh, you had plans to build the village out there. To hey, you move out here. Let's do this. And you know, you're selling a good game. You're you're. It's like are we joining a cult or what are we doing? You know what? Um, it's a community. <laughs> I am a big believer that the best life that you have is like this integrated yeah. life of friends, a family. You're all on mission together, and you're trying to like do something. So we're like trying to help make these kids thriving young people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who love the Lord, who want to make a difference in the world. Uh, we have our Ohana ministries that we're trying to help all these foster kids. I'm like, I need an army. Like, and yeah. I got one life. I'm like, I just want to, I want to work and do life with my best friends. Yeah. So thank God you, we don't work together, but it's like we do because we're mm-hmm. always together and yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, if I work with you, I'd probably hate you. Yeah, so. probably would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it also... Like if we got to make a compound, like we could... I mean, we, we no could, serious compound. Oh, I know. That actually sounds pretty nice. Yeah. We start planning like somewhere out in Texas where we can build yeah. a compound. I just saw, I just heard like Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> is bought like, like hundreds of acres in 
Hawaii right now. Yeah. And they're building like these underground bunkers and like 30 different complexes. Like these these wealthy people must know something that we don't. Right. But I've got, I could I could make this happen. Get off the grid, just go live, <laughs> live, live life in a community and the old like the old days. I don't know. We couldn't do that though. We'd have to still have people do stuff for us. We're not very labor <laughs> yeah. labor like man. I know. I know. Before he came in here, I had to set up this this beautiful printed uh picture of this buffalo. It's crooked, by the way. Oh shut up. It's <laughs> slightly uh my slightly crooked uh p- picture here and uh I bent the nail as I was hanging it up. It's the first time I've ever seen you have yes. a hammer in your hand. Yeah. These hands have calluses only from lifting weights, but they're lotioned regularly. But going back to like, thank you, bring us back, please. But going back to what you said about building your community, right? Yeah. You know, and I always talk about like when you hear it in church, you have that vertical relationship with you and God, but you know, the thou stretch hands, who's, who's your community, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, who you have around you and, you know, where the time of our lives we coach together and now we don't have kids are older so now we have time for the same way i have time for work mm-hmm. my family and sports and you know somewhere in there i gotta you know whatever but yeah. we always make time for each other because when you have that community you find yeah. time for people that make you better and not bring yeah. you down or you know talk bad about you or you want to yeah. be around when you're yeah, yeah you're at time you put you want to be around people who yeah. i am too old to be to hang around with people that don't encourage me, lift me up, and want to make things better, yeah, and that I can goof off and have a whiskey with and enjoy life. Definitely, I'm like that's just like no, I'm not gonna be hanging out with a bunch of people I don't want to that yeah. don't do those things for me. Mm-hmm. I was thinking back to um, this is kind of like in the in the thinking back to like Bible times. There was always a community. They had like multiple families all together. Like yeah. the New Testament is like the they called it oikos, where they all kind of came together and worked together. And in the 1950s and 60s, it was all about like this nuclear family, like mm-hmm. mom, dad, and the kids. And it was just about that. And it was just like a happy time. And I think now like the pressures of today's world, it's too difficult. And it's almost like um, set you up for failure if it's just you and the kids yeah. or you, like you have to have community. You have to have a safety net to lean onto. Like my kids come to you for advice, not just about sports, but about life, about manhood. They watch how you treat your wife mm-hmm. and, it, and it paints a picture for them. Yeah. Like when your kid's going through hard times, it's a community yeah. and you kind of weave this life together that is way more like helps carry the load and the burden for one another. I'm like, how do people live this life? Just move across the country and do it on their own. I feel like it's miserable. Yeah. And like, you got to have purpose. Is purpose is having community and this group around you. Definitely. There's plenty of times where I've dropped everything to come over here or say vice versa. My, you know, I had my, my kids going through stuff. You take them to lunch and Hey, what's going through your mind or you're going Mm -hmm. through trouble and need somewhere to come talk to the kids. I drive right over and not many people you, you can trust to do that. Remember right? that crazy time back when we were living in South Phoenix together? And I had my uh, 18-year-old son, 19-year-old son at the time, who was had a mental illness stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a big blow up at the house. Um, he was screaming. I was screaming. Um, and I called you because I needed you to help de-escalate yeah. the situation um, as a brother. And because... It was just hot in our house and you raced over there and grabbed him and took him to your house. Yeah. Without a, without a question. Yeah. It was, 
you know, <laughs> you always think of the movies. You call your best friend. Hey, I need you to come over. Was it that movie, The Town? I always come back. Hey, I need you to come over. We're just going to hurt somebody. We can never ask ask me about yeah. it again. And the next thing he says is, whose car are we taking? So yeah. I, I, that's the, obviously it wasn't hurting anybody. But yeah, for you to call me and say, hey, I need yeah. you. I don't have to ask any questions. I don't have to mm-hmm. say, hey, what for? Why now? I, I just and that's community. Like, yeah. how do people live this world in this world nowadays and not have the brother they can call yeah. to someone that they can to get in that, be in the corner that when there is crisis or when your marriage is struggling, mm-hmm. like well, who's going to pray for you? It goes back to peeling that onion and guys that have that, the secret shield or th- that force field. Hey, we can only talk about this. Hey, how are yeah. you? Hey, good. Hey, Ryan, how are you? I'm good too. But in reality, you know, most men and you're like, well, I'm just waiting for you to say, man, I'm struggling with yeah. life right now. I'm struggling at home. Mm-hmm. The kids are going through this. We don't know that as men because we have that, Hey, what's up? And just keep yeah. it. We're so macho. And, you know, we both can attest that we still go through that. We still mm-hmm. struggle with that. Right. But to have now someone, you call each other out on our bull crap. Exactly. So had, yeah. now to have someone to say, hey, you're not good. Tell yeah. me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, 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 you don't know. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. no, I know you. You know, you Is know what you're going through. You know, yeah. you've been you you've been through, you know, me with struggling with my kids struggling when I was struggling, when, you know, my parent, my mom died. Like you've yeah. been in all those moments and even when i've tried to I mean, we've been in almost fist fights we've been <laughs> i know it sounds like this fist fight sounds like a marriage <laughs> well the fist fight the fist fight would have ended real quickly but yeah yeah um, what if <laughs> um, but we've we've cried and together. we weren't fighting with you oh no that was when like i is that are you talking about when it, the, in the cancun no, I'm t- talking about the time we almost That's a different day. when you were, again, you're trying to get me to move to Levine. Oh, yeah. I, I was, was trying to build this compound. I had the vision for the compound yeah. and you weren't all in. I said, what? no, I think it's shot at. We're going to take our family out west. You, I said, you're not hardcore enough. Yeah. So he left and we then months later, I left. Yeah, right. But we were at a party, I remember, and we started talking outside and we were like face to face screaming at each other. Our, our good buddy Kevin's there and he sat out there for a few minutes and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go inside now our wives came back from the store they looked at us and straight inside it's like yeah. all right we're having a moment don't bother us yeah and, and we hugged it out yeah did we cry it out probably, probably. anybody else want, maybe want to anybody's it. anybody else walking by you know, yeah. even our wives probably are like what are they why are they crying why are they and it, pro- it probably this probably seems like over dramatic for a lot of people but in reality like the onion got peeled back yeah and we had like this deep sense of trust and a level of vulnerability i guess would be the word like you're yeah. like being real with each other and like hey i love you i want to do this community with you mm-hmm. and like i'm i'm we've struggling got, well, we got to a point over the years now where i think we even get mad at each other now that when we don't call each other out right yeah hey i was doing this you saw that i was doing this yeah. why didn't you call me out yeah i just needed someone to call me out why didn't you mm-hmm. you know rather than again it goes back to why yeah. so many have that because so many men can watch their best friend or a guy doing something wrong and just like, well, that's his life. I don't care. You know. Yeah, I do yeah. not need another bro that I can just go drink a beer with or golf with. Yeah. I need a brother who will call me up to call me to be better. Yeah. And yeah, and if if you're not able to do that, then it's like, man, well, what's the point of this life? Yeah. I'm like, we're all trying to get better as husbands, as dads, as leaders in our community, and. You're you're there to sharpen us, sharpen each other. Like sharpen, sharpen iron sharpens iron. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had those moments, but we've also built so many fun, crazy moments, moments with our families. <laughs> that uh, remember, remember the last summer. So we 
we ha- we created these traditions. We vacation our families vacation together almost every We're big year. Traditions, I guess. You We're big into tra- traditions. <laughs> we have launched the most epic. Um, oh yeah family talent show that is legendary yeah it's on all of tiktok youtube it has thousands of views did you know that tiktok famous (laughs) yes you are (laughs) and uh we have created this um it's called my last name center sauceda's so it's sensata extravaganza it started off with just our families during covid where we'll do talent shows where kids will sing. We traveled a lot dance. during COVID, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We gained some. But yeah, go yeah. Ahead. <laughs> we gained some pounds, some lbs, and uh, yeah. So we we would do different skits together. The wives, the the yeah. Start out that one year during COVID. We went to Mexico. Co- we're in the suburb with all our kids, and the week there out. it is comes on, and whole family's getting there. We get to the hotel and come up with some talent show to make yeah. the, make sure the kids are. Having I mean, a good the time. first one is like I'm just your arms and putting on pretending like i'm putting on makeup you as probably, that was uh, probably the funniest one but yeah yes. that was the first one yeah. that was the first and and now this last year the sensei extravaganza has not just been two families now we have like 15 families uh, probably 30 adults 50 60 kids probably 60 total yeah yeah and we we take over an entire resort inside rocky point yeah, yeah. and we plan an entire night we bring a speaker we have a lineup of all of our it's like, it's like our own it's like a production it's show. a production it is yeah we got to get the set out there to kind of <laughs> yes. get us on youtube again and this that last year we uh had this infamous dance that we do oh, yeah. it's very uh it's 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 an elegant it's, dance it's, it's very in the theater it's very dramatic <laughs> i mean you'd probably see it on like a broadway show yes. or some kind of you <laughs> yeah. know ballet show i think we can get in somehow yeah <laughs> and it takes months of rehearsal what does it look like can, can, when we're talking can they be playing it in the background <laughs> yeah, here yeah exactly pretty funny so but maybe that we did we did, wanted to do some improv like karate ahead of time like a karate well, like we've, a, we've done we've done this dance so three years, three years in a row yeah, so the first year it's classic yeah, the first year you came and he's like, why don't we put, we put some tutus on and a beach ball? And I'm like, you had, beach me, at beach, ball. Yeah. You had me at tutu and beach ball. Let's go, bud. You yeah. know? So we did a dance and... Beach ball ballet. Beach ball. Yeah. And we, we danced and the family loved it. So then the second year, we have to, we have to do it level again. Level it up. Yeah, we have to level it up. Came up with some more dance. I let you handle the, choreo- the, the, the dance choreo- routine. Yeah. I, I might take that over now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did second year. So this third year, we're like, we've got to level it up, yeah. right? But we can't do it normal. We can't like... The- so he goes on Amazon and purchases <laughs> like karate costumes that we have. And we have this choreographed dance or a fight yeah a so fight that you i was like we can't we can't normalize it and everybody's gonna know what's coming so yeah. we have to we we're... have to act like we're not doing it so yeah. we come i come up with an idea like hey why don't we why don't we act like we're gonna fight People, yeah the whole family has seen us argue and want to fight <laughs> yeah. before like they know ryan and mike fight and we argue all the time who's stronger <laughs> who's this so i'm like yeah it's gonna make sense the dads are just gonna you know puff up their chest and so we we planned this a karate fight. Yeah. And I get so excited and I'm so wound up. I'm like, I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> and I literally supposed to fake punch him like WWE. Yeah. Or was it a kick? I like drop kicked him full <laughs> speed and yeah. knock him by his head. And he drops to the ground and passes out for, you know, a few I might seconds. I had a concussion. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to duck and yeah or you're supposed to i kick was so fast no i was i'm i'm like a ninja and you i was squat, like a legend so much those big legs can't get off the floor anymore <laughs> so he hit me like full on boom seeing stars 
I'm like, this is it. I got knocked out. Like Ryan, but you finished the dance <laughs> yeah. strong, baby. Yeah, we could, that wasn't at the dance. It was a karate scene. Yes, I'm like, it was, I still had a dance. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, Rrr. I'm like, no, get your crap together. I had to throw up on the get side. Get under my legs. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. So it might have ruined our dance routine a little bit, but I finished. Yeah, I think next year we have to change it up. I think, is it, do we retire that or are we no, just waiting no. out? We just got to break it out out of nowhere. Next yeah. level. Ne next so level. now I'm going, getting ready for my 40th birthday and we're doing the Senseda Extravaganza, renting out all of the villas. There's yeah. like eight villas, a bunch of condos. And we're gonna do a big party, and then you, and it, that that Senseda extravaganza it, better. I we mean, don't even need people. I need to, a private like a uh, a song from you. Like you need to sing something. Start prepping. Yeah, happy yeah, birthday yeah, song, right. Mr. Prep, maybe Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. Type stuff. yeah, but you think too when we go like our families watch, but it's gotten so big that random people yeah. at the hotel walk by, mm -hmm. they sit down and watch it, don't even know us, and we're like, hey, how can we help you? Like, oh. This is entertaining. So we've mm -hmm. literally taken over Rocky Point years in a row. <laughs> yes. That's what started on a little friendship, us coaching yeah. together. Yeah. I mean, obviously our better halves, our wives are a big contribution to this. Yeah, but they'll dress up as uh, Britney Spears. Britney Spears, and... they dressed up as us before. Oh, and had a romance. Right. And... But I think the biggest thing is like, we can be ridiculous with our kids and make them laugh so hard and we yeah. laugh and don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. But then we can all go do ministry and fight um, for these kids together. And it's like, we all have each other's back. So it's like, for me, I'm like, hey, I vacation, we all vacation together, work together, and it's this integrated life that's like, ah, oh, this is like, to me, I have this tattoo, heaven on earth, but I'm like, that's heaven on earth. Like, yeah. if I have this one life, this is the life I wanna live, mm -hmm. honestly. And then when you're going through, you can have those good times, but when you're going through hard times, mm -hmm. you're, you, you know, you're going through whatever you are with your family, you can say, hey, no fun times i need you here for this and we can come right over so it's you know we spent christmas together a few years now we're keep up that tradition so it's mm -hmm. really you know the heaven on earth is just building that community that you know yeah. what you can have no matter how many mileages right you go yeah. back to when we're fighting oh you live so far you live so far and it's like yeah. it, it's just the car right away mm -hmm. you know we we drop everything to come over here and yeah. you guys do the same for us so it's you know yeah, I guess, yeah, when I, when I think about, okay, this podcast and the vision of it is to help people unleash their purpose. And so much of figuring out your purpose in your life is finding the right people to be on the bus with you. Definitely. The right people to be in your life, to be in your corner that you want to fight with, but then also just enjoy this one life we have. Yeah. And help our kids experience these great joys and great memories together. And know they have aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. It's yeah, finding your purpose, but it's living for your purpose too, ooh, ooh. right? I'll like you're that. finding your purpose, but then, you know, find your purpose in business or whatever on your side. And then in my profession, finding my purpose in my job. But, you know, I always say my job is not who I am, mm. right? So that's, that's not my purpose. That's my job. They can, they can blend in, right? What I do in law enforcement and my life, my walk of faith can always blend in. But who I am is outside is mm. uncle mike is you, you know best friend it's uh doctor husband. centers is what doctor centers doctor centers i'm sorry <laughs> i don't think i ever called you that ever <laughs> and i never will <laughs> yeah right i don't think i'll start now um but i think just when you find your purpose is, is living for that purpose too living out that purpose is is what i'm here you know here for and i think you know if i think back about it now is 
you know, when I was finding my purpose or finding my faith and what I want to do, my marriage lined up, my parenting lined up, my life lined up, a job lined up for me that I was praying on. Um, and then like, if you get all sentimental about it, that's when I started coaching with you mm-hmm. and you just like, if you think about what God, the things God does and think God puts in your life that you don't see until, you know, years later, like, wow, like that moment, you know, could I could have not coached or I could have mm-hmm. put my kids in a different season, you know, stars program or whatever. And for that, some of that reason, met you, didn't know who you are, didn't know who this guy talking to parents like crazy was, didn't know if I was going to like you or not. And years later, this is what, ta- this is what it's built to. So, yeah. you know, when you find your purpose, you just start realizing all the things that like go you're kind of walking it out. Yeah, definitely. And enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I think about when you, I like to end every podcast with this question. It says, when you have like, Mike, what do you want to be remembered for? at the end of this life? Oh, wow. Um, that's, that's a good question. Me, I want to be remembered who someone was a that did their best to walk their life in God's way and was a great husband, an amazing husband, and even amazing more father, and a person that, um, I guess when I think about it, I have it tattooed on me, right? And I, you know this, um, joy and chaos is tattooed on my arm because I think of a person my purpose is, is to bring joy in this life to people, to myself mm. and to other people. And no one can steal that from me. No one can take that from me. No one mm. can buy that from me. Like that's my purpose is to, you know, be remembered as someone who was, man, you know, Mike brought joy in this world. Amen. Hopefully it says that on my, uh, on your, t- on your tombstone. tombstone yeah. yeah. Well, thanks man for coming out to uh, the, to the show. This is cool. This fancy stuff. You know, you're going to be out here. You're going to be coming out and we're doing lots more of these. Behind so, the scenes or behind the cut? Yeah, behind the scenes. <laughs> next episode, we got plenty more to talk to. Definitely. So until next week, may you unleash your purpose and to profit in business, faith, and life. See you next week. Thanks for joining us for the Unleash Your Purpose podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you next week.